is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline and we are back. We're going to be talking about movement for the next few episodes. Before we get started, I wanted to let you know that the seven minute self-care session worksheet is ready for you to download. This is completely free. Um, if you are someone who struggles in the morning or you're someone who struggles with, you know, going over the top with things and then falling to nothing, doing that all or nothing uh, approach to movement, to any type of exercise, to running, to, um, you know, training for races, you go all in to train for the race. And then once the race is done, you stop. Or maybe you do this when it comes to your mornings, you're like, cool, I'm going to wake up early and I'm going to do all of these things. I'm going to start journaling. I'm going to start meditating. I'm going to start writing. I'm going to start reading. I'm going to exercise. I mean, you do, you have this idea. You are going to go from zero to 100 and you're able to do it for a little bit. And then something happens in life and you fall apart. If that's you, the seven minute self-care worksheet, seven minute self-care session worksheet is going to help you with this worksheet. I'm going to guide you through very, very simple, um, habits in the morning. One of them does include movement, but these are really, really simple things. And why seven minutes? Why, why not start with 40 minutes or an hour? Because you will always be able to do seven minutes of self-care time. Um, you, you might want to work up towards doing an hour and that's totally cool. That's fine. But I say do seven to start with so that when something happens in life, something bad is going to happen in life. It just is. I'm not like wishing bad things to happen to you, but something unexpected is going to happen because this is life. Um, something unexpected is going to happen. And I want you to have this like, you know, really solid, um, system in place, your assistant for self-care in place so that when that thing happens, you're like, okay, cool. That's okay. I can do my seven minutes instead of spending an hour on this instead of spending 90 minutes on this, instead of completely skipping my 45 minute workout, I'm just going to do this seven minute self-care session. And that's going to help me feel grounded. That's going to help me feel like I'm taking care of myself before I take care of others. You're going to feel good to go. This is something that's going to really, really help you. Um, when you are allowed to travel, <laughs> when the world opens up again and we can travel, um, Anything that I'm creating, like, I guess, uh, some background information, like that's my dream. My dream is to not have a home in Chicago where it's the polar vortex all the time, but to be traveling and be out and about. And I know from in the past when I did not have a clear system for taking care of myself while traveling, I, I fell apart. It was not a good situation. And so had I had the seven minute self-care session worksheet in the past, it would have helped alleviate those problems, would have solved those issues that I had. And I wouldn't have uh, gone from all way down to nothing. So the seven minute self-care session, we're actually going to talk more about it in today's episode. So in today's episode, I want to tell you about how I move my body. And this has come from, again, years this has taken years, like what I'm going to talk about today. This has taken years for me to create. I would love for you for it to not take you as long. Maybe you have been struggling with movement and doing the all or nothing mindset, all or nothing approach for years. Use what you learned today and make it your own. I'm going to say this a million times, but do not try to, oh, this is, you know, these are the seven things that Jacqueline does. Okay, cool. I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning and do all seven. No, 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 no. Start with one. And I would recommend the one song workout is the thing you start with, but like start with one 
and builds up gradually. Once you're like, okay, cool. Like that habit is in place, builds it up because I mean, I think I talked about this in episode one of the podcast, right? Like I ran a 5k. I was so excited for that first 5k and then stopped exercising, stopped doing anything. And then what did I do to get myself to exercise? I signed up for like four different races, which is cool. It's fine. It's done. But it was like, it was always this external thing that I would use to get myself to exercise, to get myself to move my body. And especially when we look at 2020, you know, races can be canceled. (laughs) Like all of these external things can be taken away, but you will always have your body and you will always need to take care of your body. And you will always be able to move your body regardless of what's happening in the world, regardless of all of these external things. And so it's really important to make sure that you're doing um, these habits, you're doing these actions for yourself and not for something external. Cause all of that external stuff can just poof. It's, it's not there anymore. Okay. So how I move my body. Um, I have noticed um, from my own experience and also once I got into cognitive behavioral therapy, once I got into CBT and started reading more about this, it's like, yeah, when I do these activities, I feel less gross in my head. There's less time for depression inducing thoughts. Um, there's less opportunity to just be a jerk to myself. So when I'm doing stuff and I'm staying active, I get to say positive things to myself. So I no longer, how I used to do things was, okay, cool. I need to exercise. I'll sign up for a training plan. Okay, cool. I need to exercise. I'll go work out with a a personal trainer. I know there was one time when I was teaching that I used to go see a personal trainer and pay probably like hundred, $150 a week, just so that I had someone to hold, to hold me accountable to working out. But I only worked out like one or two times a week. And it was only on those times that I went to go see her the rest of the week. I didn't do shit. Right. So that, that I found just exercising one or two times a week is not helpful for me. I need to move my body every day on the days that I am up in the morning and I run through my self-care session, I feel great. I feel great in my body. I feel great in my head. Movement is a part of my self-care. Movement has to be there. I'm doing it for my mental health. I'm not doing it for an external goal. I'm not the strongest person. I'm not the skinniest person. Um, I'm not the fastest person. And I don't really have any aspirations for that. Um, while everyone else is working on those things and that's cool. And maybe one day I will have one of those, uh, be my, my goal right now, especially right now during the pandemic. The only thing that's important to me is that I keep showing up for myself and I keep doing this work and I keep being in my body. Um, and I, that like that aspirational identity of I'm the type of person who consistently shows up for themselves. That's it. That is what my aspirational identity is. My focus is on my system. So my focus is not on the scale. My focus is not on what my watch says as far as calories burned or the speed that I've been going. Um, my, my focus is on who I'm being and following through with my system. Um, yeah. So what this looks like. So I know that I've shared on the podcast before about two years ago when we, two and a half years ago, when we settled back into Chicago, it was like, what are you going to do to move your body now? Um, I, I was not doing so well. My mental health was not really great. And so I made myself um, 
take myself for, uh, or take the dog for a walk and then take myself for a Jacqueline walk, right? And so that was it. I built up from that. So just the walking. And then I started doing 15 minutes of PT. So I had, I was going to see a physical therapist and I had the physical therapy exercises. I wasn't doing them on my own because I did not have a good system and I did not have an aspirational identity, but I really started to change my life. And once I took responsibility, it was like, how can you figure out a good system for this? So I wrote out all the exercises, but, um, and just made myself do them for 15 minutes a day. That's it. But what that did was it started to set the habit or started to set, you know, it was like, okay, cool. I'm a person who can show up every day and I can do this little bit of work every day. So from there, what I started doing was actually um, 15 minutes of something. And this is what I do currently. And this is what I do with clients. I teach my clients, I'm not a personal trainer, but what I teach my clients to do is how to create a systematic approach to working out, to making sure that they're moving their bodies every day. And so I teach them how to pick exercises that they like, movements that they like, and put them together and then put some music on. So they're not looking at a screen. They're not having to look and see like, is someone checking up on them, but they're in their body and they're um, moving with the music they like. And they're, you know, there's the self-efficacy they know to like, to push themselves. And they know that on days they're not feeling so great, that just showing up is the win. There are going to be days that you feel like crap and you don't want to do the thing. And then those are the days that you just lay in child's pose for 15 minutes, or you foam roll for 15 minutes, or you do ankle circles, or you just stretch or whatever. You do something really easy. So back to what I'm doing right now. So every morning, I do 15 minutes of something, whether that is lifting, whether that is stretching, whether that is uh, dancing around, rolling around on the floor, foam rolling, whatever it is. Recently, um, like in the last two weeks, I started adding a little bit more. So before I do the 15 minutes, something, anything, I do five minutes of yoga. So what I do for that um, is I put on music that I like, And then I put on uh, a 30 second interval timer on YouTube and I've been to a million yoga classes. I know how to do yoga poses. I know I have a a million uh, yoga DVDs and Pilates DVDs and Pio and all of these, like I know how to do these moves. So I set the timer for five minutes and then I move in my body and I do whatever yoga poses I want. I'm actually, if I have any goal, I'm working on uh, learning to do a handstand. So that's something cool that I'm kind of practicing in those five minutes, just for like a minute or two, practicing that, um, getting strong with it. What I love about it is that I don't have to look at a screen. I feel like I look at a screen all day long for my work. And then we watch television or on our phones. Like, I don't want to have to look at a screen (laughs) to work out. I, I would love to just see a teacher in a real yoga class. That's not an option right now. But anyway, so I do five minutes of yoga and then I do the one song workout, which is actually part of the, um, the, uh, seven minute self-care session worksheet. So the one song workout, how you do this, you put on a song that you like, that's very important. It needs to be a song that you like something upbeat. Uh, do not put on the Justin Bieber. I'm so lonely song. You're not going to want to do this workout. And then the workout, it takes about a song. It might take a little bit longer when, when you're starting out, you might need to rest a little bit more, but it's going to take about a song depending on how long the song is and how much you need to rest, but you can keep getting better at it. The more that you're, you're moving in your body, the easier it's going to be. So that's what my morning looks like. I do a five minute yoga. I do the one song workout and then I do a 15 minutes of something. Okay. Now, because I am very, 
my work life is very sedentary because I'm basically in this one room and then I'll go downstairs and eat lunch with my husband. Um, but that's basically it. That's like what work from home life is for us. Um, I make myself go for some sort of walk. I was doing like a four o'clock walk with my mom. Um, but as it, it's just been so frigid the last few weeks here in Chicago. So we've kind of put that on pause for right now. So my afternoon walk looks like um, me driving to Target. I talked about emotional eating last episode, going to Target and doing a few laps around Target and then buying a kombucha um, and going home. I've also gone to the mall and done mall walking. I decided I'm not going to do that because it felt like there were a lot of people there and um, a lot of people not wearing masks. And I was like, okay, I don't need to be here for this. Um, but some sort of walk and some, or sometimes the walk is me going outside and going just around the block. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to take the pup out um, because it is so cold and there is salt all over the ground. It's just so hard on her feet. I actually, I took her out today and she was out for about three minutes. That's what her walk was. And then her feet started hurting. So I brought him in and had to wipe her down. But that's what um, the afternoon looks like. And I also do about a, another five minutes of yoga. So that's usually around the time of the day that I'm like mm, starting to feel like, ooh, like this day is really long. This pandemic is really long. Maybe I've been sitting for a long time. I just need to do something to break up the day and do something for myself so that I can continue to do work. So it's a little bit of a movement break. If you're a teacher or you're a parent of someone who's in school, um, I used to do movement breaks with my students all the time. I mean, even just having them move from their seats to the rug, their rug to the seats. And I guess that's something I do in my office as well. Moving from where I'm sitting here to the floor, back here, rolling around the floor, just different. Moving my body, not having my hips in this position all day and my knees like this, moving my body a little bit. Um, and yeah, it feels really good. And then the last thing that I do every day is 15 minutes on the bike. So we have a stationary bike, which for a while was becoming the thing that all of our parents had where it's, you know, you just throw all your dirty laundry on there and it just sits there and it's like, cool. We bought this like several hundred dollar hanger. Great. That's so wonderful. What we did with the stationary bike is we moved it into our dining room. So we're not winning any, um, you know, awards for <laughs> home decorating. No, not by any means, but it's in the dining room and our dining room is connected to our living room so I can see the television. So instead of just sitting on the couch and watching another screen, I'm on the bike, <laughs> biking for 15 minutes, watching a screen. Sometimes um, I will push myself hard. If I feel good, I will push myself hard and I will crank up the resistance and make it a hard workout. And sometimes I am sitting there and it is on the least amount of resistance and I'm just like pedaling and like, okay, you know, I, I don't really want to be on this bike, but I know that I need to keep this habit up. I need to keep moving my body because I'm not moving my body naturally throughout the day. My body needs this movement and also my head needs this movement. It feels really good to uh, continue to move my body. And so I have been using the 365 habit tracker to just log some of these things. Um, and it feels good because there's, well, I, I don't know about you, but I always get to these points like are you even doing anything are you even trying like if I have like one slip up it'll be like oh my gosh see you're the worst and it's like well no you're not you've been doing all of this stuff very consistently there was one day that you fell asleep or one day that you said f it but you haven't said f it the last month and a half right so the 365 habit tracker is really helpful for that so that's what I do every morning 
every afternoon and every evening. Um, the reason that I'm able to do all of this over and over and over again, again, like I'm not, it's not, I'm not going from zero to 100. I'm not doing super, super hard workouts. It's just 15 minutes here and there. I don't have really heavy weights here that I'm using. It's just kind of like 10, 15 pound weights or my body weight. Um, if I were doing a more intense workout, I would definitely space it out and do, you know, have some rest days in there, but because this is all fairly moderate, um, and I am not doing the same thing over and over. And some days I am just lay, laying there and foam rolling. It's like an active recovery or an active rest day. Um, yeah. So yeah, I am doing it every day and it feels really good for my mental health. And then, um, on even days, I have been doing a something, anything run. Uh, I wish that I was out and running a lot. Um, I'm just not, I, I don't want to be outside all that much. My skin is so dry right now. And I know that there are some really hardcore runners that are out there and, you know, props to them, but it's just not something that I want to do. So my something, anything runs so that I still keep the habit of running and I still am the person, you know, I actually, I am still a real runner and I believe that is I will just, I have gone out and run back and forth, uh, right in front of our house. I have also run in my basement. So we have an unfinished basement and I've run back and forth down there. It's nothing special, but just, okay, cool. You did something, even if that something was three minutes long, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, the last thing every Sunday, I do a long walk or long run with my friend. Um, we chat on the phone. We've been doing this actually for, I think over a year now, maybe a year and a half ish. I don't know. Um, but that's been really good. Uh, right now she's actually traveling. So our long run, our long walk, uh, today was really short. It was about 10 minutes. Um, she's in a different state right now and we were just on the phone and we just chatted and I, uh, walked <laughs> for 10 minutes and then said, okay, cool. I'm going in again. It's keeping the habit in place, even though the habit doesn't look exactly or the action, what I'm doing does not look how I ideally want it to look. Ideally, it would be 80 degrees outside and uh, there wouldn't be a pandemic right now and I'd be training for a race. That would be ideal. Okay, cool. Well, that's not reality right now. So how can I still show up and still be the person that shows up consistently, right? <clears throat> so it's by doing these small things, keeping that habit in place. Now, what this is going to do when the world starts to open up or when it starts to get warmer outside and I do actually want to be out there, I'm not starting at zero again. I have this base of, you know, my body is moving and it feels good. Um, I cannot wait until things open up again. I miss going to my CrossFit gym. I stopped going there around November when my family member had coronavirus and it was kind of like, yeah, maybe, you know, if that's your only um, connection with people, do you really need to be going to the gym? You probably don't. So that was, I like cut that off and stopped going. Um, but when, you know, when it's warmer out and they're able to have classes outside or they're able to open the garage uh, door and have the windows open and there's just like more um, air circulation, I will feel safer about going there. But again, I won't be starting at zero. I, I've been <laughs> moving my body consistently, but I do. I miss, I miss being around people. I miss living, lifting heavy weights. I miss, um, I miss that stuff. Um, but at least I'm doing something instead of doing nothing. I miss running races. I miss training for marathons. I miss all of these things. Um, but this is kind of like what I can do right now. 
and I'm not going to feel bad. I don't feel bad. Like, Oh, you should be doing more. Why, why should I be doing more? This is what I'm able to do. And this feels really good. And this is actually really fun. Um, I think especially the one song workout, that's been a lot of fun. Um, because, uh, like just being able to like, cool, I'm doing this for me, not for anyone else. And the five minute yoga has been a lot of fun. Um, I'd never done yoga on my own. I tried doing some videos <clears throat> and didn't stick with it. Tried doing a yoga podcast. And then I was like, well, I don't know what move they're saying. I guess I do need a video. So now it's like, I'm just focusing on the moves that I know how to do. So that is how I move my body how I move my body consistently. I'm focusing on the system. I'm focusing on the aspirational identity of being the person who shows up consistently. I'm focusing on something, anything habits, instead of trying to do a giant overhaul. I'm not starting with 90 minutes of yoga. I'm starting with five minutes of yoga. Um, and I'm doing this for my mental health. So I'm not doing this to change the scale. I'm not doing this to have bulging muscles. I'm not doing this to be the fastest runner. I'm doing this so that I feel good in my body and I feel good in my head as we navigate this pandemic. So if you are struggling, make sure you check out the seven-minute self-care session. So it is one worksheet. I'm really excited about that. It's all seven days. I have it started with Monday all the way through Sunday. Um, the download also explains how to go about these things, why I included each component in there. There's a specific reason, especially if you are someone who does all or nothing or you were someone who was really mean to yourself because you didn't, you didn't quote, do enough. And then you like tear yourself down. Um, there's opportunities to actually compliment yourself on the little things that you were doing, which is really important right now. Um, I mean, always, but especially right now during the pandemic, if you're that person that's like, oh, you're not doing enough, you're not doing enough. Okay. Instead of saying you're not doing enough, instead of being upset with yourself for not doing the thing, um, start doing the thing, but just do a little bit and just a little bit. And just repeat that over and over and over again. Remember, we've talked about zone of proximal development. Instead of trying to jump way outside of your comfort zone, just a little step outside of your comfort zone and repeat that until that habit is set. And then you can add a little bit more and you can add a little bit more. So again, the seven-minute self-care session worksheet. How to get it, you can click the link somewhere below, show notes or in the comments. But you can also go to systemsforselfcare.com slash seven minutes. I will be in the next episode. We'll be talking more about movements for the next few episodes. Take care. Bye.